welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your hosts, Mike, Embran, and Joey. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. If you haven't done either of those, do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button. We really do appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or Patreon, link is in the description down below. Fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. I promise you won't be disappointed. Now let's get into some crypto talk. Tonight, we are joined by the Crypto Boys are back. Let's and go. We also have Mr. Adam Bergman back tonight. Boys, Thank you so welcome. Much. Welcome, welcome. IK, Joey, how are we doing tonight? All good, all good. Glad to have our guests on board. And uh, our most in, uh, important and special guest is Chase. Hey, guys. Yes. Happy to be here. Thank yeah, you. Crypto, crypto Thank Boys, you, you want to give us a little quick, uh, quick little background about you guys, your YouTubes, and then kind of cover, uh, you know, all of that? Absolutely. So Crypto Boys, uh, been doing a lot of crypto stuff, of course. Clearly, we've been uh, doing a lot of Voyager stuff most recently, which uh, brings us to Chase. And I'll leave that over to Colin um, because this is Colin's brother. So yeah, go ahead and just kind of give him a little intro. Yeah. So basically, when I first read everything that's going on with Voyager, I realized I didn't know a whole lot and I needed to call on the big guns. Our entire family are, are lawyers and then research. And this is exactly what they do for their entire lives. Like if he's bad at it, he doesn't get paid. So um, I'm like, hey, Chase, you got to come figure this out. He did a bunch of research and has really helped us just understand it on a basic level that everybody can understand. So uh, that's Chase for you. He will uh, probably only speak up when we're talking about Voyager because everything else crypto wise is pretty much foreign to him. So uh, but he is Voyager on it and uh, is going to be very helpful when we get to that uh, get to that part of the discussion. Yeah, that's that, that's exciting, man. Chase, welcome, brother. Thanks for having uh, me, guys. Hopefully, we can get you involved in crypto someday. Um, well, I mean, the then, way it looks now, I don't know why I would. <laughs> <laughs> and then welcome other, you. Don't worry. Our other guest is back is Mr. Adam Bergman. Adam, give us a little, little bit about yourself, brother. I'm just a guy talking about stupid shit on YouTube. Doesn't really know <laughs> Yes. And, uh, guys, I'm talented, I'm really, talented really Adam good. Bergman. Thank you. Really glad to be back on the show. Honestly, had a lot of... Uh, a lot of fun and a lot of people are giving me great comments like uh, you guys should be on the show i should be on the show again and uh we just vibing we chilling guys looking yeah. forward to tonight. yeah i'm excited i like these i kind of look at it like a fireside chat right like we're just gonna get into some crypto stuff we're gonna dive deep uh in a little bit down into the voyager thing uh but first thing i want to cover uh is cpi uh obviously here in the states tomorrow cpi numbers come out 8 30 eastern uh What's our take on it? Imran, do you want to start us off? What are you thinking as far as the CPI numbers? Higher than 8.6. Higher than 8.6 for sure. That's okay. my opinion. We'll, have, we'll see. We'll, we'll know soon. Joey? Um, for me, whatever it is, even if nine's on the cards, I actually think the move that we've seen down in the market today was actually pricing it in. The last time, last time it happened, the market moved beforehand. So I wouldn't actually be surprised if we've seen a little bottom-out action tomorrow and then, and then a pump afterwards, right? That's my opinion. Interesting. Interesting thoughts. Crypto boys, what y'all's take on CPI for tomorrow? I heard they were not pricing in or uh, taking into account gas prices. There was some type of X factor with that. So if that comes in and like they're now not using gas prices, uh, I don't know. I think that's a curveball thrown in. And, you know, we were talking about actually on our live earlier of like, hey, maybe it just hangs out for a day or two. And then people are like, wait, what the heck just happened? And then it tanks the market. So that's that's my thought, at least. Yeah, it's, in, it's interesting for sure. Adam, have you been catch it up on the CPI stuff and what's your thoughts on tomorrow? I actually made a video on it right before I came over here. I'm going to be covering it tomorrow morning. 
So when they uh, when they surveyed the top 11 banks, their consensus is 8.8%. Um, last last month we had 8.6%. The thing is, for the last uh, five days actually, and actually for the last month, gas price has been going down. So national gas price, four dollars sixty five cents, um, and that's down from uh, five dollars and one cents a month ago. So it's going to be very very interesting. And the the CPI is trailing for a month. So the numbers we're getting tomorrow is actually the month from last month. Interesting thing is crude oil is also going down. Crude oil is down 21.5% for the last month at $95 a barrel. So you see that a lot of prices are starting to come down. And gas is actually worth 30, gas and energy is 35% of the CPI report, which is very, very interesting. So whatever the report, the number is going to be tomorrow, I do think this is the one or the next one is going to be the top CPI and things are starting to come down, uh, especially luxury goods. Uh, I know Imrad knows about watches and uh, things are going down crazy. Uh, luxury cars are going down. Like you, you still go above sticker. I'm talking about the G-Wagons, the Lambos, the Roses, but it's coming down. It's not 50 over sticker. Now it's becoming 25 over sticker, for example. So I think we're going to get 8.8 .8 tomorrow, 8.9. And then it's going to, but I think we are on the second half of this downtrend. So do you, I mean, as a consensus here, tonight do we feel like 8.9 is going to be a peak do you feel like i mean can the fed hike it 100 basis points i mean what, what what's our thoughts on basis points joey what's your thoughts uh, it's a bit more difficult for myself to just uh, solely judge the the usa uh, obviously based in the uk here i'm more, more tracking our numbers than than your guys numbers i mean with the bank of england we're we're, we're apparently on course for uh, 12% at least, they think, by the end of the year. So I actually, I actually wouldn't be surprised if, you know, at least the U.S. heads into double figures too. Interesting. Crypto Boys, what's your thoughts? Um, I'm with Adam um, for, for the most part, but I will say I don't think that this is going to be the top month because here's the thing is that I don't know if the macro environment is going to change quickly enough to where they stop raising fast enough. And I think you're going to see a little ripple, something happen in an environment that doesn't bode well for the rates to go up. And in my opinion, I think you're going to see this continued out just a little bit further than, uh, than most people think. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely nerve wracking for sure to continue to see it just go up, but yeah, it'll be interesting tomorrow. I mean, obviously it'll be a lot of volatility in the markets, depending on which, which direction it goes. Um, so, uh, but let's get into, let's get into, uh, I'd like to cover Celsius a little bit, Adam, we were chat chatting beforehand. You, you wanted to kind of bring up something that you, you saw today with Celsius. Yeah, I know Imrad is, he has a lot of money in there. So I, 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 I track it in general for my channel, but today I really did track it for him because I knew we were going to be talking and I, I was, I was really hopeful to get some good news and there is some good news out. Uh, they paid down their, their loans. They were able to pay down their loans. Um, and they pulled out 400, like 30 million, I believe of uh, state Ethereum. And, uh, also last week they took out like another 400 something million of, uh, rap, uh, rap BTC and they changed their attorney. So their original attorney who kept pushing them towards bankruptcy, at least this is the rumor. They fired them and they actually hired the same attorney that's handling the Voyager case right now, which is interesting. And they said that they were trying to, there's like on the app, there's a little huddle button where you can say that you want to stay in. And they were trying to gauge how many people would do a bank run, who would stay, who, how much to take out. 
And it seems like their existing attorney that they fired was pushing them completely towards bankruptcy and they want to try to resolve it. That's what it seems like, because if you want to take your assets off of these DeFi exchanges, that's one way of maybe getting a partner, maybe getting a buyout or something, because nobody's going to buy you or invest money without knowing how much assets you actually have. So they're now self-custody, uh, almost a billion dollars worth of assets. So I think that's good news, in my opinion. Yeah, nothing feels bullish right now in the market, but that's about the most bullish thing that we've heard in a while, in my opinion. I, I agree with that. Imran, what's your thoughts? I mean, you're the one tied up in Celsius, brother. Well, I, I hope it actually you know, sorts itself out and it looks like we're actually getting there, okay? Bit of good news coming through. Uh, Adam's on, you know, on point and letting me know as we're going. So, top man. I mean, yeah. is it going to get to a point where you can take your money out? I think it's going to be a slow release. I don't think they're going to let everyone just bank run them. I think, you know, whatever is going to happen, it's not going to happen in one go. But as long as, you know, we get our deposits back, that's the main thing, right? We have to wait a little bit more. We'll wait as long as we get it back. I mean, I'm hoping that I can have access soon. I think we're, we're either hit the bottom or very close to hitting the bottom. And I need to, you know, enter some positions. That was the reason why, you know, I left them there in stables and a bit of Bitcoin. Um, let's see what happens. Let's, we'll know soon. Do, do, well, you th do you think it gets settled before the end of the year, though? Oh, oh but at the end of the year, well, mate, I'm looking, you know, in the next month or two, probably. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That quick. Colin, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I mean, if they, they're paying off their debts, they're actually, you know, they're doing something, right? They're getting on with it. They're not really communicating as much, but they're actually, you know, Actions speak louder than words. They're actually knocking their debt down. That's the they only got like they got like fifty nine million, if I'm not mistaken, left between the between their multiple DeFi platforms. So it's, it's interesting. Also, it's possible that they're going to have enough assets to pay off all of their loans. And again, if crypto goes up, and I know it's a long shot, but if crypto goes up and we get some bull run, they're out of this, right? Yeah. The, I don't want to say it, but the Ponzi scheme keeps going, right? The pyramid keeps keeps building. Right. For lack of better words. Yeah. Colin, you had something to say? Yeah. Well, I also like that. And, and I think because of a lot of their suppression is obviously probably because NDAs are signed, all that stuff. But what I like about Celsius and what they're not doing is like when Do Kwan just ran for the hills, got out of everything. These guys and ladies and team members are trying to work for their people. They're out there firing lawyers to bring in another one who is like, hey, we don't want to go bankrupt. We want to become solvent again. We want to get everybody back their money especially emred who probably owns half of it they want to get <laughs> all those people back their wish money. Was that. and and i I just, I just love it because that's what i want to see from voyager which i'm hoping their lawyer if that if that ends up being the same one i'm hoping that they uh are doing the exact same type of thing with trying to save everybody's money yeah joey joey you got anything you want to throw in on on celsius just the, the most interesting thing for me that like, I still can't really decide is the whole you know, situation of, yes, we know they're paying it off, and that's all good and well. But like I said, when, when are they going to put people at ease and say, you know, just give a little hint of uh, withdrawals uh, resuming? You know? that, that's, yeah. that's, that's the main one for me, because you, you can pay, paying it off is one thing, but it's like, are they, are they, are they holding it for until, until Bitcoin gets to a certain price? I mean, like I said, I, IK wants to load up the bottom. That's if, if that's the case, that's no good, right? Yeah. Well, hope, hopefully, it gets settled pretty soon. Um, all right, let's hop into let's hop into the main topic, which is Voyager, uh, and we we'll, we'll go to the crypto boys first, so uh, so Chase can get his uh, time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't had much to say yet because he's really not involved in crypto yet. But 
Colin, you guys, Chase, you guys want to start us off with a little bit of Voyager? Yeah, I'll, I'll pass it over to Chase real quick. I did a little update video yesterday um, that would be worthwhile, but I'm going to have Chase. He's got some things today that came out that he's been looking at. So I'm going to have him kind of just take over the mic and see where he thinks it's heading right now and what he can see in the future. Um, really, I, I saw a few things that came out today. One thing I saw that was very interesting to me is that the Voyager loaned three arrows, um, $650 million of an unsecured loan. I, I've, I've never... That, that seems crazy to me without any collateral backing that up. So that was a, that was a loan, at least what I've been reading that they've, they highly questioned on that decision for it to be unsecured. Um, I guess the difference, if people want to know between secured and unsecured secured loan is like when you get a loan against your house, the bank has the house they can get unsecured is just your promise to pay, but there's nothing, there's no collateral behind that. So if I loan Colin 250,000, just on his word, he's going to pay and he doesn't, there's no collateral I can get for my money. And that's what that's what Voyager did from what I've seen. It was an unsecured loan to three arrows. And then when they went to fault, you know, what are you going to do? You need to get their assets, which we don't know what's going on with those yet. Um, I did see some uh, some good movement. At least it looks like they have everybody's U.S. dollars in that in the bank. Mm -hmm. So that's good that the U.S. dollar should be um, safe on their platform. Uh, so that's that was one positive I did see uh, their I still don't know what the void. Maybe Adam can help on this one. I still, I don't really know what the Voyager tokens in stock. That I think that's what they're offering people to possibly get their crypto back. I don't really know what they are. Um, I, I see them offering them, but I don't. I see the the prices. I think we went over them were like twenty seven cents and forty two cents, you know, a coin or a token. So that was a little strange. But the the biggest takeaway I took was that 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 six hundred fifty million dollars was unsecured. Um, that Voyager loaned out to uh, Three Arrows. Yeah, that's a lot of money, and uh, apparently, uh, three arrows they've run for the hills, right? Like yeah, nobody can find those dudes. They're yeah, they're, they're I, I read an article saying they're basically fugitives. They're looking for them. They can't find them. Mm -hmm. oh. They actually, they were actually were supposed to meet in court today, and they're trying to get a subpoena from the judge that's going to go over all their assets, where they have to like expose all the assets because they can't put a stop on it because they don't know what assets they have because everything is DeFi, crypto, cash, and they're hiding it. And they started offloading their NFT line because they were supposed yeah. to sell, liquidate the NFT line, uh, and they started getting rid of it. So three arrows capital is, is out. You're not going to get any money from them. And, and if you think about it, even if they do a small amount, relatively 20, 30 million, they could rob, right? Not even hundreds. Yo, you could live really, really good in the world. <laughs> oh, I would be living luxuriously with you know? $20 million. <laughs> to, to add for the Voyager, it's so interesting. So the first creditor, the first person, uh, I'm sorry, the first defaulter is Three Arrows Capital that owes mm -hmm. them $675 million, something like this. Crazy as shit. FTX gives them a revolving credit line of but they could only take out 75 million in one month period. So they mm -hmm. owe FTX 75 million. They took that out in around a week instead of a month. And FTX closed the, the line because they said, no, we're not going to, you have rules. Funniest thing is, who's the second person? Who's the second company that owes Voyager? FT FTX. FTX. That's crazy. mind boggling. Yeah. Yeah. They owe them 300 something, like around 300 million. And another thing is, Galaxy Digital, worth 1.7 billion, also owes 
Um, that's not a big amount, like 40 million, something like that. Really, really crazy shit, right? Mm-hmm. So does FTX really have money? That that's the question. Question. Okay, I, I've got I've got a question for you because you're you're a man who's been around the world and you know dealt with you know different characters. I'm sure a lot of life experience over the years with um, Zoo and Kyle. What's your opinion? Would would you class these guys as crooks or with them disappearing? Is this just about self preservation because of you know potential death threats they're facing? What's your opinion? Well, well look at it like this. Okay, if there were potential death threats, there would have been a police report. Like we have in, in the UK, a, a police crime reference number yeah. that should be shared in the courtroom. Okay. It should be you know clearly stated in the court that, you know, they, they're not in court. They're not present because they're in fear of their life or they've had death threats or whatever it is. If we were, you know, in, in our lives, in our businesses, if we even took someone's money and, you know, disappeared like this, we'll be going to jail. In my line of work, you would be going to jail. So who the hell are they? You know, they need, they have to answer for this. I can understand if there's a police investigation, they've got safety or police protection or whatever it is. Okay, I can understand that. But they need to declare it in court. They need to, you know, bring it out in the public, you know, and if they've done a runner, I hope they catch them. I hope they get in a lot of trouble. They've ruined a lot of people's lives, especially if this was done intentionally. Uh, wouldn't shock me if uh, they are possibly working out some sort of plea deal or something if they think uh you know if they think they are have some criminal exposure it wouldn't shock me if they're talking to the da saying we'll work this out and we'll show up but only if we get x like immunity or something like that wouldn't shock me if those are if those conversations are going on with their lawyers behind the scenes that we don't know about so what lawyer talk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and the, the craziest thing is they literally borrowed like at least a billion dollars worth and they're out. They also owe blockchain.com 270 million. Wow. It's insane. Crazy. It's freaking insane the amount of money that they owe. They literally were borrowing and everybody kept lending them money because they're crypto venture capitalists. They're crypto venture capitalists. And one was lending, the other one was lending, blah, 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 blah. Seriously, it's, it's freaking insane. I wonder if it seems I like a big wonder just scheme. kind of a question for you guys when do you think that three arrows capital knew that shit was going to go downhill and did did they keep because i think we're getting to the criminal is where you keep getting loans that you know you can't pay back was there a time when they said oh we're screwed but oh we'll take the, we'll take everybody's two and 200 million more to just keep getting further in debt when they knew they were going to run anyway well i think Jeez. that's part of the reason why they kept it in in british virgin islands is because if you know anything about that down there it's sketchy as heck oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i think it i don't know the, the numbers that that adam's thrown out and that, that it's just i don't have any words for it i mean it's just crazy I, they've had to have known right you're businessmen right you have to know if your business is in trouble or not and you know chase you bring up a good point how long did they know and you know how much more money did they take so that essentially like you said could be the criminal part to it that maybe that's the maybe they are working out some sort of plea deal like yeah, well, they might be take... they might be agreeing we'll we'll pay you know x amount back but you got to give us immunity or we'll agree to you know these terms for this sentence type deal if but we'll pay x amount back to the people because who knows how much i guarantee if you had a billion dollars you got some stashed away somewhere well, that's what i was going to ask aren't there are, correct me if i'm wrong are they fully bankrupt like that or does nobody know i don't they're think anybody all... knows do they they're their money's all... on voyager they can't get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> 
you know, first of all, you're not going to find it because it's crypto. You know, you, you need a little pen drive. That's what I'm saying. If they borrowed roughly, and this is just the numbers that I know, they borrowed a billion dollars, roughly. There's no way they didn't keep 20, 30 million somewhere in a little pen drive because it's so easy. You can so easy finagle the numbers. They have an office. They got to go to flights, right? Like they, they all keep my passwords here, right? So it's easy for them to get 20, 30 million. And, you know, they're Asian. You go, go somewhere in Southeast Asia. You can live 20 million, like ridiculous, like, like, yeah. re- like you're a billionaire in, in England, right? For example, if you had 20 million over there. Well, hell, we have 20 million in Iowa. You're going to live like it's like you're a goddamn king over here. <laughs> <laughs> but the craziest thing is two crazy things. Number one, literally, they're coming up to Joe and they're like, hey, Joe, can I borrow 20 million? All right, no problem. I, I need 10% interest. I got you. Then they're going to come up to Joey and they're going to be like, yo, Joey, can I borrow 40 million? I'm putting this up as collateral. And Joey's like, yeah, that's that's cool. In the bank, you have 20 million. We'll let you borrow against it or we'll let you borrow. And they keep going up and up and people keep giving them more and more collateral. That's why rich people can always go get money. And they're borrowing against their assets until their assets started going down. It's it's really, really crazy. My question is, my question, we talked about this the other day on our live. Who was the first person to give Three Arrows Capital a crap ton of money? Like, who was like, you know what, Three Arrows Capital, I like that name. We're going to give you like $50 million. Like, who was the first person to do that? That blows my mind because that, that started the snowball right there. Yeah, it's probably Imran. <laughs> you son of a bitch either either imran or adam one of the two i don't i don't know <laughs> no comment it is it is crazy it is crazy though isn't it gents in, in hindsight that we we can look back and we can look back obviously what was going on in 2021 and just this complete over leveraged you know system and like the, the amount of risk when we look what it's easy to analyze once the market's gone down you think it's absolutely bonkers of course that wasn't gonna work but, you know, this time last year or, you know, everything, everything was all gravy, right? It was, you know, it was all looking good on, on its way to no, nobody was questioning this in November. No one was going, oh, I think this is too risky. I'll tell you another thing. In a year from now or two years from now, maximum three, no one's going to remember this. It's going to be exactly the same thing. The sickening thing is in my comments, people are always like, oh, crypto. It's a scheme. It's a Ponzi scheme. No, it's not a Ponzi scheme. Is the driver who's a sneaky person. That's it. The, the vehicle is not the scheme. Just like Bernie Madoff was giving you 1% a month. There's no difference in it. It's the same thing. It's all one big scheme. And people have such a bad eye now on cryptocurrency. And that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely, yeah, the... The shady stuff that gets talked about on the news keeps a lot of people away from crypto. So it's like a, it's um yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah like hey. Chase 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 is here on a crypto podcast and he <laughs> owns zero crypto. <laughs> Chase Chase, I've got a question for you as well, actually. Yeah. Um, because Voyager's got this proposed uh, reorganization plan mm-hmm. um, that they've they've essentially presented to the court of you know how they're hoping to at least uh, give their customers some funds back. Now that's subject to the court ruling. Um. How likely do you think it is that they're going to potentially rule on that? Or if they don't, what, what happens next? Does the court advise them on what to do? Or do they just have to come up with a completely of completely new plan and uh, present that to the court? Well, the court can, uh, the judge can kind of do whatever they want. Um, 
they could just simply reject it and say, bring back another plan. Or they could say, we, uh, we, we're fine with this, but we have a problem with, you know, X, Y, Z. Fix those things, and they come back. And they also have a, they have a uh, what's, uh, there's some sort of board now that's basically taking over Voyager. I think they're, they're like running it. They took it out of the hands of the, of the people who were running it, and now this, this receivership is now running it, and everything goes through the courts. But the courts, they want to get people their money back. I mean, that's, that's their goal. So if they have a plan that makes sense, they're going to approve it. It's just, you know. But or the judge could say, you know what, this this plan sucks. Bring me a new one, and they could they could scrap it. But I my guess is if they have a problem, it's going to be like one or two things. Fix those, come back. But it didn't look like it was too crazy of a reorganization plan, at least from the ones I've seen. That it, I don't know why a court would deny it at this point. Yeah, they, you mentioned obviously that the four things: pro rata share of crypto, um, pro rata share of uh, proceeds from three hours capital recovery. Obviously that might be the most difficult one because we don't know if that three hours capital recovery is going to go ahead. Uh, pro rata yeah, share of common shares in the um, newly reorganized company and then pro rata share of existing Voyager tokens. Now, I want to send this one to Crypto Boys. Obviously, you guys you guys are affected uh, the most in this, and obviously, uh, sympathy for you guys and everyone else out there listening as well who's affected. Um, how hopefully you guys or, you know, what, what what's your sort of best case, worst case scenario thoughts on this? Well, it's funny. If you go back to our, our live, that was uh, actually the Tuesday before it happened on Friday, Joe and I were joking on our live that said, hey, we need to get all of our uh, USD and our crypto off of Voyager just in case something happens. We twi- you know, twiddle our thumbs and do it, whatever. And we transferred most of our crypto from whatever crypto we were in, our biggest accounts to USD because of the whole FDIC insured thing. So we're like, well, very minimum, let's just put it into USD and then we'll transfer it off. But we wanted to see if a big dip was going to happen because we wanted to get Cardano under 40 cents, to be (laughs) completely honest with you. And it happened on that Friday, but we ended up getting probably well over half in USD. So we're pretty hopeful, if you guys go back to our video yesterday, that we're going to get the USD back because the correct numbers equal each other. Uh, it doesn't always mean you're going to, but uh, the customer accounts and the account at uh, and the FBO account at the Metropolitan Bank do equal each other, which means they have the right amount of USD. So we're hoping we're going to get ba- that back. But as you just stated very well, Joey, we're not going to get all of our crypto back. And how we're going to get our crypto back, we don't know. It's going to be one of those four ways or someone's got to come in and buy them. And then we would probably get most of it back depending on how much money they're willing to put up. But it's going to be really cool if you guys get shares of the company. So I'm assuming they're going to have a new ticker symbol and they're going to dilute the shares from the existing Mm -hmm. shares, give the existing shareholders shares of the company. After dilution, give the people that are to make them whole shares of the company. If somehow, some way, crypto peaks and it's in between, it's going to be what's happening to Mount Gox. It's going to be what's happening to Bitfinex right now. People are going to end up making a lot more money than they lost. Um, I ended up buying Voyager stock when it was 97% down. I was like, oh man, this, this is juicy. I bought into it like right when this was happening and a YOLO play. If I lose, I lose. Mm-hmm. But if this thing don't go under, it's a great play. I'm not yep. telling anybody to do it. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, there's a chance they're going to recover. If this recovers, the price is going to go up of the stock. Like, yes, they're going to, you know, it's, it's not going nowhere, especially if somebody like, I don't think it's going to happen, but let's say a big name, there, there's big names that want to get into this big banks. Let's say Goldman Sachs buys them up or some big bank that, that, that can change the name of the company. 
they're going to bring some credibility to them. Now, are they a credible platform? They never will be. It's always going to be the same shit. It's all bullshit. But people are going to forget and people are going to reinvest. It's crazy shit. Mm -hmm. My takeaway from that point would be um, everyone listening right now, go subscribe to Adam's channel because that is extremely intelligent. I mean, that's a way that you're going to make a lot of money. Um, you know, and so to, to think about it long-term versus the short time, like everything's down, everything's gloomy, like think about the long-term plays that that's a great point. I mean, not down 90% shit. If it goes back up, you know, back up to 50% of all time highs, you you're rocking, you're rolling. So I think that's a great point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Adam's link, um, for his YouTube's at the bottom in the description. So is the crypto boys. Go give them a follow and like. Man, that's. Y'all are blowing my mind today. Adam, that's a that's a DJ play. I like it. 97% down. Yeah, just go ahead. So go ahead. You, you got, if I'm talking too much, just tell me to shut up. So there's are you good? Shut three, up. Ten, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. I knew someone was coming with it. Go for it, Adam. Go on. Go for it. What is the, the, is the depositors that need to get paid. It's the Voyager token holders that need to get paid. And it's the shareholders that need to get paid. It's literally three different pillars trying to make money out of this right mm -hmm. and there's an ability to get out of this never underestimate the amount of people that are lazy or have an inability to learn how to use true crypto true DeFi. never underestimate it so people will still go to these platforms and leave their crypto on the platforms even though they lost their crypto or nearly lost their crypto after all of this people will still do it why they did it with Mount Gox, they did it with Bitfinex, and they did it at least with 10 other exchanges that were a lot smaller. People will keep doing it. So you, well, so you go ahead, Colin. And we do, we do have to remember off of kind of uh, piggybacking off that point is that we do have to remember that 20 or 81% of the people came into crypto in 2021. Those people are now pretty much all gone. When they all <laughs> come back, they're, they're, they're not even going to know this even happened. Like you said, they're going to completely forget about it. They'll throw all their money on Voyager and not even give a crap about it. They really will have no clue. So like, so, like he so said, it could roll. Let me, let me ask an ignorant question. So is Voyager's up and running right now? Like I could go no. put money on Voyager. No. Oh, okay. no it is so you're saying if it, so you're saying if it, if it recovers yes. and, and people didn't know anything about the Voyager thing. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it was the easiest to use. I'm not kidding you. It was so easy. You just deposited your US dollars that were that was held in the Metropolitan Bank and you just bought your crypto. That's yeah, all I you think, had to do. I think Adam was talking about the the whole FEIC thing earlier today. And just Ad, Adam, can you remind our viewers exactly what that whole yeah it's, what actually is insured by the FDIC? So Federal FDIC stands for Federal Deposit uh, Insurance Corporation or insurance company. And basically you're insured up to $250,000 of your funds, but you can get insured up to like 1.5 million if you do it like spouse, business, there, there's ways to play around it, whatever. First of all, people think that if your bank goes under, you're going to forget about the Voyager for a second, that you're going to walk into a bank and get paid. That's not what happens. Mm -mm. What happens is the US government says, if a bank goes under, in the future, a bank is going to take over this bank. We guarantee you that that bank must pick up the debt of your accounts. That's what it means, FDIC. How long that's going to take, whether it's a day, a year, so on and so forth, nobody really knows. There is a little line underneath that that says they will cover it if that doesn't happen, but it's at their discretion, which means never going to happen. So 
they now kept your money in the bank and they're saying your money is FDIC insured. If 100% is FDIC insured, if Metropolitan Bank goes bankrupt, mm -hmm. but it's 100% deceiving the customers saying that your money is FDIC, because people assume, oh, I'm FDIC insured. If this happened, what's happening right now, you figured, oh, I'm going to get my money back. That's the way they painted the picture. And now Voyager. they changed their Voyager, yeah, they, they literally had it. They said, hey, we're FDIC insured. Da, da, da. They're like, your money is insured. Da, da. And they painted it mad. I wouldn't say fraudulent, but they painted the picture of your money is insured, which it is, but not against Voyager going Not on. against Voyager. Yeah, if Voyager was, goes bankrupt, you get nothing. There's a, There's been yeah. a big debate about this marketing. It was essentially legal, but you have to ask, was it ethical? How yeah, is that legal? The wording. They changed the wording on their website to, to yeah. make yes. it like sound sexier, you know? Yeah. Come on. No, it's not ethical, is it? It's not It's not good for the space. So, Chase, they can't be sued for any of that or anything. Well, give, give your opinion on that, because that's getting pretty in the legal well, realm. Uh, to me, uh, it wasn't. I don't know that it was necessary, necessarily illegal because they weren't lying. They were saying your money is FDIC insured, yeah. and it was. They weren't lying, but the way nope. they worded it made you think that everything you put on Voyager was FDIC insured, and that's not the case at all. And Voyager is not a depository that the government recognizes that gets that protection, so they're, they weren't. But the, when you go through and read like how they were marketing, I'm like, oh, man, these guys are – they're running up against the line. I don't think you can get them for being like all out false. Like, oh yeah, Voyager's FDIC insured. You probably can't get them for that. But the way they did it, I think definitely confused enough people and people thought, oh, you know, oh, we lost, no big deal. Uh, no, that's not really the case. Chase, am I right in saying, so as soon as you, for just for the viewers understand, so when you put money onto Voyager, excuse me, get my words out. <laughs> Once your money went to them, it was essentially that it became their property, right? And it's th then theirs to invest. And then you just had a sort of insecure interest in it, right? That's that's exactly what they said in the bankruptcy hearing was that that the assets were theirs and the customers had an unsecured interest in it. The only thing that was really backed was that I believe when you gave them dollars, that went straight to the bank. And then all of the crypto, when Voyager said they have like 1.3 or 1.7 billion in assets, that's the customer's crypto that they've, that's the assets they're talking about. So, you know, it's your assets well, the, that they have. So that's the assets that the customers have left on the exchange that hasn't yeah, been when taken they froze off. It, that's the assets they say yeah. they have. So that what's, many people left it on the exchange. Yeah. Well, what's, fun, what's funniest about this whole thing is this shit. Free... I'm, I, I keep forgetting that you guys have it on freaking Voyager. Pretty Sorry. Sick. Yes. Yeah, go, go. Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> going back to three, going back to three arrows capital. What's the most funny is that they are taking all of this money and all of this crypto and getting all these loans. And it's just from regular people like us. It's just our money that they are losing because the, the exchange or the brokerage in Voyager's case is lending out our money to them. So they lost $650 million of normal people's money. And that is what makes me so freaking angry. So Chase, how are they not, uh, uh, God, how can they not like, go to jail for this stuff? Well, I'm going to guess, you know how, we all have done this. I guarantee it. When you know you buy some online, and there's like a customer agreement. We just click on it. You're probably oh, you hit agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know your the money, their Voyager's assets, and you have an unsecured interest. It's probably in there. I haven't read their customer agreement, but I'll I would bet you a hundred bucks it's in there. Yeah. Does anybody read those things where you scroll, 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 and you hit agree or disagree? I was I gonna say that. I bet Adam does. Adam looks Adam, like a guy. Adam, 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 reads, Adam reads every word. <laughs> so Brian Armstrong, the CEO. of 
of Coinbase, uh, it was actually in their filings because I do stocks. That's why I know they're all the same. They said, the second you put the money in here, if we go bankrupt, he says, you are now a creditor to us. Yeah. So you are now in line. You are the same person as cleaning the floors and have a bill with us that we owe you money. You are the same person. Matter of fact, when you look at Voyager, all the people that they owe money to, over 100,000 people or, or companies, whatever, one of them is literally Google. They owe Google money. They're part of it. So for in their eyes, you're the same thing. So the second you give them money, you are a creditor to them. It's, it's, it's freaking insane. And But if you take the numbers, right? Look, three arrows capital, 650 million. FTX, another 300 something million. Between Galaxy, da, 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 most of the money in there was from these big mega corporations, right? Like over a billion was the big mega corporations. That's where the craziest thing is, right? It's, it's, it's insane what's happening. Chase, yeah. I have a question for you. How long are these legal proceedings likely to take for Voyager, in your opinion? Oh, man. Bankruptcy. I mean, Chapter 7 and 11 are different, but my guess, it, it could go for years. Wow. In a, in a bankruptcy. Uh, now, I, this one, I don't know for sure, because I know there are some people that are maybe looking up to a plate to buy it, but it, I mean, I've seen bankruptcies go for four or five, six years. What about to get our USD back? Because obviously they said that as it needs to go through a reconciliation process and a fraud prevention process, how long does that usually take? Well, that, that could take, you know, that those are pretty broad statements. So what, what does that process look like? It could be six months, a year before they free that up. Uh, or mean, it could be sooner or no. It could be sooner. I mean, yeah. it depends on how, how quick they, whoever's doing the process. I assume they've hired some people to do the fraud protection um, process, but bankruptcies can take years. So Colin, Joe P, do you guys, so are you in communication with customer service from Voyager or how do you, how do you guys get info on your actual stuff? Or is uh, there no, yeah. there's nothing? There's nothing that they don't send out to us. And then honestly, I have a direct link to my mom and my brother in an email. And as soon as I get some, I send it to them. They highlight and kind of brief whatever I'm supposed to know and read for my own purposes. And then that's, that's how I get my information to know it's legit. And just so you guys know, his mom is also a lawyer. He just doesn't send it to his mom for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. All the comments on that one's going to be great. <laughs> Set up perfectly. I think you guys are going to get your money back. I honestly think Voyager is not going to go under. I think there's going to be... You, this is very similar to what Simon uh, is, is talking about. Celsius It's one of the... One of the... Uh, one of his plans, the words coming out of my mouth, to bail out. And this is what he was saying was happening to Bitfinex. This is like literally identical for what Simon Dixon is proposing for Celsius. And you're going to get a, you know, 30 cents on the dollar, 10 cents on the dollar, 70 cents on the dollar. I don't know, something. But you're going to get shares of the company. If the company don't go under, you'll do okay. At the end of the day, Mt. Gox is going through bankruptcy. It's been eight and a half years. But right now, they recovered $150 million out of the 780 million, they're gonna give it to people right now. Now those people are gonna get less Bitcoin than they had, but Bitcoin was bought at around four or $500. And now Bitcoin, even at the shitty price is still 20,000. So you're still making out like bandits. I, I actually heard that story. I actually heard that some some of that Mount Gox Bitcoin, some of them had it under fifty dollars, which is just mind boggling. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> what do you think they're gonna what? end up dumping it? Do you think they're gonna end up cashing in? What are your thoughts? I think they'd be crazy not to dump it. In my opinion, because I think if they dump it, send the market down. If they want to come back in, they can get they can get it they can get it cheaper. That's my opinion. It depends you know, on how they get it back, though, right? Like, 
if it comes back and that it, you know, they still have it and they bought it at 300 bucks. Well, I, man, I'd ride this thing to the moon. Bro, <laughs> you know what they're going to do? I swear to God, spill, screenshot this, what I just said. <laughs> Why would you ever sell and get clipped by taxes when you could take your Bitcoin oh, taxes into, and deposit it into a protocol like Voyager or Celsius, <laughs> borrow against your Bitcoin, never pay taxes on it, and collect interest payments because people are always going to be the same way. No one's going to remember what happened. And that's where the influx is going to come into. Think about it. You just got it. Why would you sell for the taxes when you can well, this collect? Is co it's coming in August, right? Mount, the Mount Gox. They, the, the, those people are supposed to be getting their Bitcoin in August. We'll see. We'll see what happens to this. Well, Jordan, be, Colin, what do you problem. think? Well, here's also the problem, and I agree with what Adam said. I don't think they're going to sell it, not for those exact reasons. I don't think they're going to sell it because they've been waiting this long. They're still in the game this long. I think they know where the space is going to go, um, and I think it's more simple than that. But I do think he's giving them too many credits because I don't know if they're smart enough to do what he just said because you have <laughs> got to be on a different level like Adam is to understand how to be able to utilize your asset that is still growing versus sell it and then pay 30% in your taxes. My thing too, my question is how many of those people that were on or in Mount Gox at that time were like, dude, that's a last straw. Boom, got out of crypto, never looked at it again. So they might not even know that they're about to get dropped like 50 Bitcoin or something like that. Like they might not know at all, you know? So I don't know how many people that is, but it could have been the people of like, crypto sucks. I'm getting out of here. Can you, can you, can you imagine getting like an email that's like, uh, 50 Bitcoin has been deposited into your into your MetaMask wallet. Oh, I don't know my passphrase. Dang it! What's my code? Oh, you know, like, can you imagine that feeling? Oh my God, that feeling would just be so painful, so painful. All right, let's get into let's we'll we'll do a quick chat on on Algorand. We 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 went pretty deep into Voyager. Uh, I would like to honestly back and forth with the Crypto Boys. Adam, Joey, I know you're you're kind of been following Algorand quite a bit. Uh, well, on this, that was that was what really interested me this week when I was watching the Crypto Boys channel. That you know, Algorand is on the radar. So, Crypto Boys, how did that come about? I'll be honest. We were watching um, we were watching Adam's podcast with you guys last time, and I'm like, dude, this I guy had knows a sneaky stuff. suspicion. Well, this <laughs> this guy knows his stuff, but also it was actually not from us. It was from our other buddies in the crypto space called Tanner, who is extremely knowledgeable on the subjects. And uh, he's like, hey, I'm going to get into Algorand and this Adam guy. You guys should really go follow him. He knows what he's talking about. So I went through his channel, watched about 10 videos. And then Joe, Joe did the same without me even knowing. And I'm like, what are we doing a video on? And we both are like Algorand. And boom, and, and we, we we're, we're not even in it far enough to be able to discuss it anywhere near his level, but it is so um, intriguing to us and where it can go in the future. And it's so freaking cheap right now that it's like, we've got to start a position. Yeah. And I mean, we, we've, the last podcast we did with Adam, I mean, Adam went super deep into Algorand and, you know, just, just for any new viewers. And I mean, even just the past, Adam, if you want to drop just... I don't know, maybe a minute and a half, something of Algorand, just kind of yeah. our, our discord community is very, is getting more bullish on Algorand. Uh, you know, Nick has brought up Algorand. I think Nick and Chris, uh, don't quote me on it, but I think they're both invested in Algorand. I'm not sure if they're trying to continue to build their position in it or not, but definitely, definitely an interesting project. And a lot of our discord members after that 
podcast, um, we could just see it, right? Like just type and type and type and Algorand, Algorand, Algorand. So can I get TA on Algorand? Like it's, it's constant. So go ahead. Give it, give us a little bit on Algorand. Um, just to make it very simple, Algorand was created by a guy called Silvio McCalley. Silvio McCalley is the guy that created a lot of the things that people use, the mathematical formulas, and not just contributed. He created, at the very least, three mathematical formulas that are currently used in blockchain and contributed to at least another six in a very massive way with research. He won an award called Turing Award, uh, Turing Award in 1983, specifically in encryption. And he created Algorand. Algorand right now is about to have an upgrade. Uh, at the end of the summer, they're going to go from around 1,200 transactions per second to actually 6,000 transactions per second and reduce the finality from four and a half seconds to four seconds. Eventually, they're going to go even more. And they're going to get something called state proofs. Go ahead, sir. Adam, tell me why, for, for say, I, I don't know any, pretend I'm Chase, right? <laughs> and I don't know anything about crypto. What you just said, why is that important? Oh, yeah, cool. So if I want to transact with you, Chase, and you just did a court case for me, and I want to pay you, and you're saying, hey, Adam, give me cryptocurrency. If I was to pay you in Bitcoin, it would take a minimum 10 minutes to over two hours for you to get the actual transaction and see it on your phone. So you would say, Adam, I just went to court. You got to, you, you kind of give me COD, right? Cash on delivery, crypto on delivery. Mm -hmm. That doesn't help me. You're like, I got to go to my next court case. If I send you Algorand, you're going to get that in less than four and a half seconds final, which means I cannot return it. That's really good if you want to actually use it in everyday commerce, because it actually gives you the ability to transact with somebody. And in order for me to send that to you, the actual remittance, the actual payments that I would have to do is one one thousandth of an Algorand, which comes out to a hundredth of a penny right now, like nothing. So it's practically free and instantaneous at the very, very basic level. That's all people need to know that you can send somebody crypto instantaneously, practically free, and the transactions they can handle is the equivalent of the transactions of Visa, MasterCard, and Amex put together per second. Very, very simple. That was about as bullish Chase, as, Chase bullish. will you now accept <laughs> crypto payments for your law firm? Sure, Adam, send me some of that Algorand. <laughs> <laughs> Chase, what's your law, uh, law firm's name? What's Cartier firm? Law Firm. Sorry, repeat that. Cartier Law Firm, just our last name. Nice. Okay. Chase, what do you what do you specialize in? Uh, mainly family, criminal law, and personal injuries. And then I'll do like some wills and some stuff like that. But um and now crypto banking. And now 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 uh podcasting, I guess too. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 is this are, do you did you enjoy diving into the to this crypto, you know, kind of lawsuit? Is or is it just kind of like a typical like you know, case. Um, I liked it because there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts. There's I could see why people would be confused because you know you got this company owning this company and this company owns this company, but actually this company owns part of this company. So it's it's <laughs> I could understand why why people would be confused. I actually liked diving into it and understanding. I mean, I knew what crypto was, but I I just never really got into it. And then Colin sent me, I think it was like some, a Monday morning message, mm -hmm. like seven o'clock in the morning earlier hey, read this read this article so i read it and just kind of dove in but it's interesting to me to see it's just kind of how they screwed people over and i didn't like how they mismarketed uh they they kind of deceived people thinking you know this is what we're marketing but in reality it's not actually true it's not it's not false but it's not like what people thought it was 
Well, don't right. forget to bring us in on some commission if you get any inquiries, okay, from this actual <laughs> podcast, right? Make sure you bring us in. Oh, I'll bring you guys all in. I love that. Love that. So Algorand, I mean, that, Adam, the way you explain that is great. I think it's, I think it's a, uh, I think it's going to be a top 10. I should have talked about that yesterday, but did I say that yesterday in our top I'm, 10? I mentioned it in my top 10. Yeah, Joey mentioned it. You didn't know. All right. So let's do, can we do a fast top 10 then from the crypto boys and from Adam Crypto boys, you guys go first. Joe P and Colin, if you guys want to tag team it, or do you think you guys will have separate top tens? Tag team. Yeah, we'll tag. It'll be about the same. All right. Top 10. By the, by the end of the next bull run, what are the top 10 projects? Starting at 10? Sure. Go ahead. Uh, starting at 10, VeChain. Yeah, I'm going to go... Oh, I got so many. I, I think Near has a potential to jump up into the top 10. Um, I'm going to go at the top and hit Bitcoin as number one. That's easy enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, I mean, obviously I, I'm going to go with Cardano is going to be in the top 10. I'm going to go with Algorand. It's probably going to jump in the top 10. ETH, ETH is going to be obviously in the top 10. And now when you go from seven to 10 it, or, or even six to 10, What's not going to fall apart? What's going to keep building? Who's going to keep new things going up? I mean, it's so difficult to say. I mean, Solana could easily be there. But again, how many more outages are we going to put up with? How no, many more you. times are we going to do it? I don't think so. So I think that that could fall out. I mean, how, how many more tweets? How many more tweets are, you know, how many more tweets is Elon Musk going to send about old Doji? You know, it's so stupid. <laughs> but it's like, it, I mean, it's it's so difficult for me to say, but. The five I'm looking at, I know will be there, which is, in my own personal opinion, you got VeChain, Algorand, you've got obviously Cardano, Ethereum, and Bitcoin. Adam? Um, Bitcoin's going to be number one. Algorand, uh, number two. After that, I put Cardano and Polkadot as three and four. Like, together, I love them both. Uh, I think... BNB, Ethereum, and AVAX are going to be in the top 10. Obviously, BNB, Ethereum is going to be up there. Um, and I honestly think that HBAR has a very big opportunity to get into the top 10 for various different reasons. Uh, and if KuCoin does not go under and a couple of other uh, exchanges, KuCoin token, KCS, maybe not, not top 10, but it has a very upward trajectory mm -hmm. that's interesting that's an interesting one yeah i um i think i think imran joey and myself i think the ones that you guys said obviously we're we're all kind of in those but uh interesting that yesterday joey and imran we didn't really we didn't bring up avax at all because i just don't think it'd make my top 10 that's why <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty easy answer <laughs> top 30 but not top 10 for me yeah i just solana Someone, I don't know, Solana to me, just too many outages and, and too much VC backing. Yeah. Those, those guys, those guys could dump that thing on you guys in a heartbeat. Like I just, Anytime. and it's interesting that, that crypto boys and Adam said nothing, no gaming ones, or did you, is, was there a gaming one? No. And then no metaverse. No place. metaverse, no gaming. No. no. Same as think, me. So do you guys think gaming and metaverse is kind of on its way out? Nah. Well, we, ju we just did a video on it. I think that it's going to recover somewhat. I think it's going to be okay. But again, 
the 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 reason gaming and metaverse went up as high and you can go back and look at all the statistics it was on october 22nd and what happened on october 25th was the dang facebook switch to meta and that's all it was and everything from there on ripped for the next 25 days everything from there from the 25 days till we are now absolutely dumped even sandbox sandbox goes from 70 cents to seven dollars and like 80 cents and it has absolutely dumped all the way below a dollar now I mean, that that right there tells you we're obviously too early, not ready for it, or it got overhyped uh, just because of whatever train and trajectory we're already on. Adam, what's your what's your take on metaverse? Um, I honestly think that if there is going to be a metaverse or the our version of a metaverse is going to be done by Facebook because they just have enough money. Everything that we have right now, like I gave my mom, my nephew some money to play uh, metaverse with not sandbox, the, the main, Decentraland. Mm. And it's mad choppy. Like he loves games and he's like, it's super choppy. And that's the problem. The technology to hold the blockchain, we don't have enough money or technology to make it run smoothly. And if it's not fun to play, you need Grand Theft Auto type of shit, right? right. Yeah. Not slot machines. You know, you need some fun stuff that people are going to say, I don't want PlayStation. I want to go on the, we don't have it. And it's going to be super difficult for us to move in that direction because everything that's needed to build that is built on centralized. So the software, Unity software, that's centralized. Facebook, centralized. Those those platforms are the ones that you need to actually build. That's why I think there's a huge problem. We yeah. also realized very quickly um, after this whole pandemic thing that like people don't like not being with other people they like being with people so being yeah. in like the metaverse by yourself in a room that has like you have your goggles on like people just don't actually enjoy that as much as we thought they might yeah it's not yeah. like jumping on cod with you know like five of your buddies call of duty and like you know smashing it out <laughs> exactly right yeah but, um, i um go ahead adam I, I was gonna say but it is cool to have those goggles and walk around with them technology is gonna Technology is definitely going to fast forward. I, I was dealing with a project that's uh, called MetaBUSD. Uh, it's uh, on the BNB chain, and they're building like a metaverse where you put on the goggles and you can go sit and talk and interact. And I, I played around with it. It's, it's really, really cool. And then the transactions can be done by the tokens. It's cool. So there is going to be a place for it, but I don't think straight up like gaming, gaming, right? And it's not going to be a whole world where... I walk into a place, hey, Joey, how are you? You know, I've never met you before. Hey, let's shake hands. No, it's going to be like, if we wanted to do this podcast on the metaverse, yes, that's being done already. Like, I, I tried that already with somebody. That's cool. But it's not going to be an actual world as as as, as, Joe, was, as Joe was saying. Joey or Joe? The crypto boys were just saying. <laughs> Joe P. I'm, Joe P. I'm, I'm avoiding everybody's name on purpose because I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> it's all but good, yeah, man. Yeah, crypto boys. All right. Well, we've been going for, I think, over an hour. Um, let's let's wrap it up a little bit. Uh, I guess we could do final thoughts uh, on the crypto space and then give a shout out to your YouTube channel, kind of your background in the YouTube channel, why people should follow your YouTube. Obviously, we're going to link it down in the description below. We, we love having you guys on here. So uh, Crypto Boys, you guys want to start? Go ahead. First, we want to give a shout out to the Cheeky Podcast. We always love coming on here. And nice meeting, Adam. Awesome, Thank dude. You. Your channel is phenomenal. I mean, seriously, we did get a lot of pointers from looking at you. So go follow his channel as well. 
Um, as far as the crypto space as a whole, don't get fake. Don't get faked out by the pump. That's probably going to happen here soon. And then we're going to dump at some point in time. And just my opinion and please Voyager people get us back our USD so we can hit this bottom. <laughs> please do that. Yes. And then I'm out. Adam. Uh, yeah, man. Thank you. Second time I'm on your show. It was, it was a pleasure. Uh, I love, uh, I love meeting uh, crypto boys. I saw they made an Algorand video today. I was very happy that they're getting into the space. Super encouraging that uh, anybody gets into Algorand. And uh, yeah, man, guys, it, it happens. You know, there's always ups and downs in life and all type of investing. Don't uh, don't put in more than you could afford to lose. Always have reserves and uh, ride it out because the bull run is just as vicious and just as tenacious as the bear run, you know? Perfectly said. Joey, final thoughts. Uh, I'm always looking forward to the future. Uh, things are going on in Discord. We're looking to make a couple of changes to the traders here Patreon uh, that I'm quite excited about. So anyone in the Discord, any of our viewers listening in, look out for that. Also really excited. Uh, you know, I know Adam's been in contact with uh, the new CTO at Algorand and you know, potentially have an interview. So looking forward to hearing that. And yeah, always looking forward to what the crypto boys are bringing us, keeping us uh, updated on all sorts. Really, really happy that they're getting into Algorand too. And you know what? I think as free channels, Cheeky Crypto, Adam Bergman Show, Crypto Boys, I think all three of us are going to make Algorand sexy. Well, let's, 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 let's turn it up. Let's, let's, let's turn it up. We're going we're gonna to promote this. We're going to make it happen. So yeah, the, fu the future looks great. IK, final final words from you. The the wisdom, please, sir. <laughs> um, crypto boys, thank you so much. Chase, thank you, my friend. Really appreciate you coming on. Adam, Adam Bergman, legend, mate. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, really appreciate it. Joey, Mike, again, thank you. It's 2 a.m. in the morning. We're 2.30 in the morning now. So Joey and I are here rocking it I IK, out. IK, just before you wrap up as well, can you let the viewers know about the cheeky crypto meet in London? Go. Yep, you beat me to it. July 29th at Black's Club in London, um, 3 p.m. till 9 p.m. Make sure you're there. Um, you got to join our Discord, first of all. You have to let us know you're coming, RSVP, and uh, security will be tight on the day. But 29th of July, Black's Club in Soho, London. Be there, be square. And Adam, before you go, what watch are you rocking? Is that an Audemars Piguet? <laughs> yeah. Badass. Uh, I love it. Look at that. Class. And the new one, the 1550. Looks sick. Nice and sexy, that one, mate. You know, well, Adam, you know, you know, Adam thought about that before he came on today, too. Yeah, he was like, like, that. He was like, I'm like, like yeah. AP's rocking there. Let me ask no, no. him. Right. Nice one. I'm going to have to start pulling out my collection every time I bloody see this guy now. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. I love it. I love it. Keep rocking it. Well done, you lot. Perfect. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Crypto Boys, thank you guys so much. Adam, appreciate thank you, guys. it. Thank, thank you. you. And Chase, thank you so much for coming on, bro. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thank you, Chase. Right, thank I'm going to get Chase. some Algorand here soon. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Make sure you smash that like, smash the subscribe button, and we will catch you in the next one. Thanks so much. Take care, everyone. Take care.